morning, South Florida, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the breakfast at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. Take a deep breath and a good whiff of that coffee brewing. Grab yourself some toast, a donut, or any breakfast as Dawn and Freddie get you up and ready for the rest of the day. So call in at 888-565-1470 to share a tip of the day or just to say good morning. Shake off your sleepies, buckle in, because it's showtime. Did you see what I did? I Good see. morning, Florida, South Florida. You saw what I did? What'd you do? I shook my microphone thinking it was the bell. I'm all confused. <laughs> That's what happens when it's your birthday. That's what happens when you get old. Today, I can't sing, right? We so I don't want to sing. Yeah, you can sing. Today is we your birthday. Go happy, happy birthday to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Unfortunately, it's just another day, another dollar, and another day. <laughs> it's another day to get confused oldest. with your mic and your uh, bell now. Is that what happens That's when you get happens. to that next age level of it's, what it is? You know, it's funny getting old. Is it? You never realize I'll let you know when I get there. everybody tells you. I know. You don't age. You go the other way. <laughs> go yes, the fountain of youth. A fountain of youth. Happy birthday to you. Happy you. Thursday, March 19th. Freddie's 50-something birthday as we celebrate in the midst of chaos. Really? 50-something. Happy birthday, Freddie. Well, Another artery has heart. Listen, I'm going to be 53, so clearly you got to be yeah, in your 50s. Yeah, but when you look like you, you're proud of me. I'm 53, but I look like I'm 20, so, so that's easy. you got to be in your 50s, you know? It's not like you're in your 40s. Anyway, good morning, South Florida. <laughs> Moving on. As you can tell, I am not thrilled with this conversation. And today I wore my slick hat. Because Slick says you got to do something different for your birthday. No, what Slick said is, could you dress up a little for your birthday and not do the Charlie Sheen shirt is what he said. Is that what it was? That was, <laughs> that was hilarious. Today he looks like the king from Queens with his sweats. He keeps your wardrobe fresh and Check out his shoes. The man is the coolest dresser. Look at those shoes. Checkerboard shoes. He is looking slick. Well, happy Thursday, WWNN, 95.3 FM, 96.9 FM, 103.9 FM, and 1470 AM. Our phone lines are open to call. Call and wish Freddie a virtual happy birthday. After our guest today, our show is going to be a virtual birthday party for Freddie, so you'll be able to call in. Today you can call in at 888-565-1470. I am uh, I'm, I'm happy with this gift today because Bernie's agreed to come. In a short notice, you know, I mean, we met a couple of days ago and he agreed to come down and it just happened to be my birthday. Benny. Benny. Benny and the Jets. What did I say, Bernie? Bernie. Again I B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-b-
in the game. That's unbelievable. And I know that for you, this is like a football from a baseball looks like a basketball. But not when it comes to the Blades Brothers, because when I went to UM, yes, I had, the, we'll really, to that UM I had the really cutest outfits, I must say, for the games. I got to tell you. I, I have some bad news for you. Clothes, I have everyone a picture. Everyone knew the, ba- the Blaze Brothers. I have a picture of you in college. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> now, I was debating whether or not to it send it to Teddy to put it in. It was a lot of hair. A lot of hair. And, and you look like a cheerleader. What the hell were you wearing? It was, well, we can show it if you want me to send it to you. You can show us a lot no, of hair is all I can tell you. I don't want to do that. We have a crisis on our hands already. <laughs> I don't want to send this. I get in a lot of trouble. But football or not, when you went to University of Miami back in the 80s, it was all about football. It was about the sun. It was about the Canes. It was about the Blades Brothers. And... We have the opportunity to sit here with one of the greatest. And we got to meet Brian at your event. Was that a month ago already? I've lost track of time. January? January? Did your brother play with you at the U also? Yes. He did? Yes. At the same time? Same time. And you guys drafted one year apart? Actually, we got drafted the same year. I was the third pick of the draft. Now, you're the younger brother. I'm the younger brother. So you came out early because he can't be at the same time. He's one year older. No, he got redshirted his uh, his freshman year down okay. in Miami. Okay. I, being an athlete, came in and played. My being brother. the athlete. You're only getting away with that. Your brother may because show up. he's not here. He may show up any second through that door. <laughs> That's right. So while he's not here, I can uh, rub it in his face. But, you know, being an athlete, I played my, my freshman year. And so that's why we came out at the same time. Wow. All the way from Fort Lauderdale. I mean, these are our local royalty heroes of football, right? Mom Ali is amazing. Football, you know, me and football is I'm good on the but last I, I quarter ask, of the game. You followed the game when you went to the University of Miami. You were at the stadium all the time, right? In the locker room, in the stadium, on the field. I the game. I got, it plan. was the beginning of the game. Here's my take on it. The beginning of the game is great. And the ending of the game. And the ending of the game is great. And in between, you have a lot of fun. But you're not even a football fan now. But as a student at the U, you had your football section, you had some fun. It was at the Orange Bowl. It was when it was totally old school, $20 no blocky. It was like what it was. Was the University of Miami football team good in the day when you played? Were they good? I'm just starting out. <laughs> Freddie, I got to bring you up to speed. Please. Okay. Four years at the University of Miami, I lost five games. Wow. Two happened to be for national championships. But, what you know, years I, were this? From Mid-80s. 1984 through 88. Really? Yes. It was that National good. champs. That so good. football at the University of Miami in the 80s was spectacular. Wow. It got to the point where you just expected them to win. What league? This is the SEC or what was it? No, at? we were independent back then. So okay. we played anybody that would step and up. everybody. To, yeah, that would step up to the challenge. So when you played the Oklahomas, the Nebraskas, I mean, you, I mean, anybody that wanted to get on the schedule. And you beat them. Line it up, that's right. Who was the quarterback on that team? Well, my first year we had um, Bernie Kozar. And you know who Bernie Kozar is? Everybody knows Bernie Kozar. Then we had Vinny Testaverde. Everybody knows the team, man. Couldn't win with those two. Then we ended up with Steve Walsh. Little little kid that nobody knows anything about, but we won a national championship. Steve Walsh can play. That's right. So you had three guys at your four years that are somebody's. I mean, Vinny and the Jets made it in the playoffs with the Jets. Yeah, Vinny and the Jets is the no, song. No, but Vinny. But you can call Vinny and yeah, the Jets. Vinny, 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 I'm not complete. Vinny had, <laughs> this guy probably beat up Vinny. But Vinny had it when he played for the Jets. He took him to the playoffs. And they used to call him Vinny and the Jets because he had a couple of receivers on that team. Uh, Miami, unfortunately, 
Richard Todd came along in Miami, destroyed that dream. Thank you very much, Mr. <laughs> Duper. Now forget that for the rest of my life. So you had a championship caliber team. Everybody on that squad, when they got drafted, I mean, you were number one for Detroit, no? Yes. Third pick in the whole draft. Did anybody else go number one on that team? There must have been a slew of players. Oh, man. That particular draft, I went the third pick. Michael Irvin, I think, went the Michael Irvin was on that team. And Brett Perriman, he was he went the first round. Jimmy wow. Johnson was the coach. I yeah. mean, it was spectacular. Wow, Johnson was the coach. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm I know not being you just ignorant. thought I didn't I just, know football. University of Miami. We're gonna have to Miami. bring you up to speed to a hurricane Jimmy Johnson, football. Michael Irvin. I mean, you talk about the players from the day. Those are old school. And then I moved to Dallas, and off went Jimmy Johnson, oh. and along came Michael Irvin, and Jimmy won a Super Bowl, and they threw water on him, and his head didn't move. <laughs> How the hell does that happen? His head didn't move. Aquanet. There you have it. I remember Johnson winning the Super Bowl. I was, uh, that's when I had that club, Chase and Swa, I told you. Chase and Swa. And I saw it from the big screens. Wow. What, I mean, this is unbelievable. So you had all these players. You're not used to losing. You go to Seattle. No, I mean, no, Detroit. I you go to Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit, I don't remember them being. You play with Barry? <laughs> no, Barry played with me. <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get that right. Okay. One of, the, one of the greatest <laughs> running backs in the history of the game. Now, did you get, was Walter still alive, Peyton, when he went playing? Yes. You got to play against no, him? No, no, no. The biggest thrill I've had my um, rookie year in the, in the NFL was playing in Chicago. i never forget that. It was October. I was having the game of my life. I tackled the tight end out of bounds and walked to Peyton. He just looked at me and says, son, you're going to be great. Really? I was in awe. I didn't care what I did for the rest of the game because the, the greatest running back of all time has spoken to me. So my teammates kept saying, Billy, call the play, call the play. I said, man, Walter Payton just spoke to me. So it, it didn't matter. The rest that. of the game don't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter because when you met Sweetness, even for that brief moment, you know, for him to tell you you were going to be one of the great ones in the league, it meant a whole lot. I tell you, I, I never forget the day the sweetness died and the daily news, they put his picture and the sweetness is gone. I cried like a baby. I was, a, I was young, but I thought he was one of the greatest. And then this guy named Barry Sanders comes along and I ain't never seen a man <laughs> move that way. Um, in practice, Barry must have been a trip. Some of his greatest moves were in practice. I can imagine. Oh, man. Barry, he said that I didn't. I still think <laughs> you're the greatest. But these are some legends, you know, then there's man. A, there's two sides of the game. Well, there's a lot of sides of the game. There's the side that you see as the fan. Then there's the side that you get to witness and be a part of every day as the player and the camaraderie and the team of what that's like. And I think so much of sports now with our kids, we talked about it because we're looking to kick off a show with Benny called The Two-Minute Warning. So this is kind of a precursor to the two-minute warning yes. and the different things that you wanted to talk about in your show, how the game has changed. The game has changed, and that's what I want to let the fans know because when you're talking about guys who played in 80s and 90s and you, now you talk, to, talk about these uh, millennial kids. You hearing, Slick? <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> you know, because of so much what I, what I do in the community and I get a chance to talk to these millennial kids and – they say, oh, Coach, you couldn't play in today's game. I says, no, you guys couldn't play when we played. And so we'll, we'll go out and I'll do a couple of drills with them. And so I'll show them how we played the game. And so when I put my hands around their neck and I start choking them, 
I said, no, you can't do that. I said, that's how the game has changed. Because there's no way I was going to run up and down the field with you. I just choke you out on the line of scrimmage, and I don't have to worry about it. The quarterback won't throw it your way. She said, well, I'm glad the game has changed. Because now it's like a seven on seven. I mean, their receivers are running up and down the field. And I, I understand why the game has changed because of the whole concussion protocol and all of that. But look, it, it's still a collision sport. You know, people say, it's not well, a no, contact sport. It's not a contact sport. He straightened me out on that. That's real right. Quick. Because basketball is a contact sport. When you're a football player, it's supposed to be made for gladiators. And now we've, we've gotten to the point where, you know, people say, well, this kid is better than, we can say, let's use Barry Sanders, for example. If Barry only played 10 years and a running back in today's game can play 18, 19 years, if he doesn't eclipse that record, that means he's a horrible running back. Because records are going to be meant to be broken because kids are playing longer nowadays because of the, the rule changes in the ball game. And so I tell people, you, you can't compare apples to oranges. When we played, I mean, it was very brutal. Today's game is a more mental game. How can I, you know, play chess with you and still win the ball game? But is this because of the players' mentality or the coaching staff mentality? No, I think that has more to do with, uh, like I said, the con- whole concussion protocol. You know, the old school coaches still coach the same. I don't see Bill Belichick changing the way, changing the way he oh, coaches. He just proved that. <laughs> he just proved that. It's his way or the highway, that's right. man. And that's why one of the greatest of all times now is out of New England. But we'll talk about that, you know, at another time. And so you, you, you got to realize the new coaches – Versus the old school coaches, and that's why a lot of the old school coaches are still winning. Now, I got to ask, because I'm going to go to commercial. I got to ask, if somebody in the NFL came along and a head coaching job was offered to you today, would you take it if it requires you to change? And this is what his show is going to illustrate, to change the mental aspect where game coverage first, like the, the Pro Bowl is ridiculous, game coverage first, or would you turn it down because you got to do it your way? Would you be a Belichick or would you be you? No, I, I would have to do it my way. You know, that, that's part of, you know, why I don't watch much football nowadays. I mean, I'll, I'll see the guys that are just associated with the University of Miami, how they're doing, where they're going, what they're up to, and the guys that I really care about from the South Florida community. I want to see where they're going and what they're doing. But – sit down and just watch a football game now. I, I watch more college football than I do the NFL football. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because the, the game is, is, is changed. You see a lot of the college kids, they're going to give you their all because they're trying to make it to the ultimate level. Once you've made it to the ultimate level, a lot of these guys, I mean, I go into the NFL locker rooms and they're like, no, man, I ain't getting hurt. Because when you, when you can make eight, nine, ten million dollars, and you're still sitting on the bench. Like, wow, that's crazy. The game has changed. The game, the game has changed. changed. You, you want to be around a little longer. I think the quarterback from the Pittsburgh Steelers, the old quarterback, what's his name? The ball had oh, um, Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Said it best during the Super Bowl. Now, I, I picked San Francisco to win it all. I did. And then I had to get into a bet with this one. I ended up with Kansas City because <laughs> she won San Francisco. But I, he, he said it best. He wasn't happy with the quarterback of Kansas City. 
because he's playing street ball, he called it. He said this on national TV. Yeah. He says he's playing street ball, and that's going to catch up to you. Right now, it's new. He's running sideways and here and there, and he's just playing street ball. Do you agree with that? Is he playing street ball, or is that his style? Well, that's, that's most of the quarterbacks nowadays. That's their style. Because Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, all of those guys, if you can't catch me, it's basically flag football. Because you ain't in the game. That's right. And I, I tell people that's why I couldn't play in today's game. That's right. Because I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take the 15. I got to pop you upside your head, you know, grab your face mask. I'm, I'm going to do whatever He's I got to do. He's going to pop you side. <laughs> He's old school. But now but, it's different. But that in the day, there was a San Francisco 49er safety who came, came to play for the Jets, Mr. Lott. Mr. Lott. And I'm going to tell you. In all my years of watching football, even to today, and I've seen Lawrence, I've been, I talked to Lawrence, I've done shows with Lawrence, I talked to some of the biggest guys in the game, but Mr. Lott, and he is Mr. Lott, yes. was a scary individual. He didn't hit you, he ran through you. Yeah. And he says, you ain't going to run on this side of the field no more. And my goodness, people took him at heart. So I can see you being, I mean, you're big, you play corner? I play safety. You did play safe. A 232-pound safe. I heard they used to move you around. <laughs> 200 and Look, what? I played. Whoa, whoa, how much? 232. Playing safety. That's like a train coming at you. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you got to have speed. Oh, I'm sorry. You ran track, didn't that's you? That's right. I ran track. <laughs> Two-time state champion, and I also got invited to the Olympic trials, so... You yeah. were like a fast hit. I gotta tell you, what yeah. an honor it is to have Benny here with us on your birthday, no um, less, this right? Is, this on is the our drive list, time baby. on the week, talk bucket about list. birthday list, bucket list, right? Spectacular. Well, uh, there's, a, there's a reason why I like Freddie because today is my youngest brother Al's birthday. Is it? Yep. Happy birthday, Al! Happy, today's yeah. my niece Raven's birthday as well. So <laughs> well, a lot of birthdays today. I, I am, I am, I am honored. This is, uh, it's a special day, and I know mm -hmm. you know with everything going on around us, and we are doing the morning show. I even forgot. When you do your show, you have to come in six hours early because we got to do war stories for five. Get you ready for the show. <laughs> There's a I mean, lot I could to do talk this about. All day long. Well, good. We're going to go to commercial break. You Let's can keep that. talking when we go to break. Give us a call. Join our fun. Wish Freddie a happy birthday. Eight 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 five six five fourteen seventy, and we will be right back. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 405 9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561 405 9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Kids for Kids Ministry, the vision is to see children in Haiti emerge from extreme poverty into an extraordinary destiny in Christ. The problem is the orphans in Haiti lack clean water to drink and food sustainability. These children need art-integrated education, medical needs, shoes, clothes, a lunch program, and teacher salary aid. 
The mission is to sponsor local leaders in Haiti to support them in the care of orphans and vulnerable children. In January of 2020, Kids for Kids traveled to Haiti to visit the orphans at their home and at their school. The school has now grown to 30 children attending daily classes, but there are many things to improve upon. To help us or to donate, contact Patty Paget at Kids for Kids Ministry, 561-876-1710. That's Kids for Kids Ministry at 561-876-1710. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power, a platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions, a voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have a platform you deserve to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 55312. That's C-A-F-E to 55312. Or call us at 866-224-5422. Your voice can make a difference. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. And we are back on birthday day. Wow, you know, I thought today was spectacularly because it's your birthday. But this goes into the whole reasoning as to why the Blades brothers are so close as brothers. And how we actually even met them. We did the event in January that one of the proceeds went back to Caregiving Youth, the American Association for Caregiving Youth. And I don't know if people realize your connection and as to why. So since we mentioned Al and his birthday, happy birthday, Al. Share with us your connection and how family has been so important to you in football. Well, family has has been huge. I mean, yeah, I mentioned Al. and uh, But we had an older brother. His name was Frederick Jr. And... um, he, he, was, he was born with uh, a, a rare, you know, disease, and so he suffered from seizures all the time. And so we just knew we had to take care of him before we could do anything else. And so when I teamed up with uh, the caregiving youth, I had no idea that, you know, other people lived that same lifestyle that we had to do. And for us, it was just part of, you know, taking care of, you know, a brother that wished he could have the athletic ability that we had. You know, I mean, even though he watched us and, you know, he tried to cheer us on, but, you know, it was just way too much for him. So he really couldn't go to many ball games because he would have a seizure. And so... You know, that, that became routine. And so I think that's why me, Brian, and Al, we, we tried, you know, to give our best no matter what it was. Because when you have a brother that suffers from, you know, a rare disease like that, and, you know, you know they're trapped in their own minds, 
you know, it, it makes you try a little bit harder because, I mean, hey, if those days that I'm tired and you look over there and you, you see he's just smiling, waving at you, it's like, oh. man, how do, you, how do you give up? You can't give up. You got to, you know, push forward and, you know, keep it moving. And this is part of your routine. You were taking care of your brother, your mom, your brother. so important. And still you give back to the kids. Oh, yeah. And that is part of my DNA now. And what are you I, doing now? Uh, besides being a dean of discipline at a charter school, I also... Uh, a dean of discipline. <laughs> yeah, me, a person who uh, kind of... I don't know. If you look to be wrong, I think that would be enough discipline, right? I don't think you'd have to dean say a whole scary, lot, man. right? Dean is scary, yeah. All you have to do is raise your... Then there you go. Uh, no, look, I'm a big teddy bear. You know, people that, that, that really sit down and they talk to me, if I raise my voice, then the kids get scared. But you know, like I tell them, you know, hey, I'm here for them. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to be the police of the school, but if I have to, that's my job title. And so that's why now, I, I, at the city of Fort Lauderdale, I run a youth football program, a flag football program, a baseball program, anything dealing with youth. I try to keep myself involved in because the kids are our future. And so I, I got to realize that if Benny Blaze can come and give back, that's what I'm going to do. And the, the parents must be, well, the parents are probably the age of our kids. And now right now their kids are even younger because you and I are getting up there in age. But it has to be so amazing. So maybe it's the grandparents that are looking at you and saying, do you realize who your coach is, right? It's, it's the grandparents. Because, it's the grandparents. How old are we? Yeah, because... I'm in my 50s also, okay? And so when the grandparents come out and they look at me, they says, why are you out here? And the, and the kid says, Grandma, who is that? And so when the grandparents are trying to explain to the grandkids who I really am, they don't get it. No. You know, a, a lot of the, even the, their kids say, he's never played football. He, my, they'll, they'll name my son, they'll name my younger brother. But then I always have to tell them I was the best of all of them. And they go, oh, you never played. Look how fat you are. It's age. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes, <laughs> right? You know, it, it's, it's funny. We, we've had um, kids, we, we call them producers, the interns that come from schools uh -huh. and all around, from all over the country. We've had almost 400 in the five years that we've done this. And I played high school football. I never got to play collegiate football. My son did. And I tell him, this, the second you put your foot on that field, you'll be the first Santori to ever do that. And he looked at me. He said, so what? I said, so what? Now, in my day, playing football was a team sport. And if you were good enough to play, you honored that. So that has carried with me in the business sense. And they'll tell you, you got to always say, I am the best. You know what he's doing right now? He is. He was the yeah. best. He is the best. The, the, he is the best little, at what he does. You know, the icons of, and you tease me about the you, and the song you played for us that That's was right. just amazing for Luke Campbell. And hopefully we're going to get him to be a part of yeah, the two-minute warning show. Of course. I got I to gotta call my, my old friend. You got to call. The reason I'm doing the two-minute warning, I've, I've had the, the, the pleasure and to be around some of the greatest guys who've played the game and still stay in touch with some of the guys, the millennials who are playing the game now. So I just want a, a fresh perspective of what's going on in, to game, in, today, in today, today's game. I'm sorry. You know what's interesting is you talked about getting to that level, the NFL level. Now, some of the guys we met at your event and the AACY's event in January, which was right before Super Bowl weekend, 
they're not necessarily playing for the NFL. They've gone in a different direction. Other countries. Yes. I, 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 matter of fact, one of the guys you, you met, uh, I mentored him at um, a local high school. And so I should tell Mr. Drayton all the time, NFL is not everybody's destiny. You can always as NFL Europe. And so he's made a career over in the European League. He's going back to Amsterdam, you know, well, when this whole corona right. mess is over with, he'll go back and he'll, he'll be a part of them now for the fifth season. And so it's, it's not just guys that play in the NFL that I've mentored to along the way. I have guys that have played in the Canadian Football League. I mean, so we always talk about the ultimate level. But, you know, even if you got guys who are doctors and lawyers, you're making a a positive impact in society. So that's, that's, why, that's what I try to do. Well, I, I got to ask. Now, the football league that's taking place in Europe, is that, is that NFL Europe or is that a different league? Well, now the NFL, it started off as NFL Europe. Okay. And so now that it's up and it's going, it's, it's viable all by itself, the NFL is taking the name off of it. So, but you still have NFL, I mean, the European League, they call it. Right. And so you still have, you know, teams all, all over the European, you know, area that these kids get a chance to go and play. Like I said, I mean, even in the Canadian Football League, I mean, I've, I've gotten to the point where I've attached myself to a few teams in the Canadian Football League. And so they come down to South Florida and they give these kids a chance to come and try out and be a part of the Canadian Football League. Now, I got to ask, because if you have somebody and you see somebody and this kid can play, because you know talent. And I, I just want to mention to all millennials and everybody watching the game today, without a guy like this, you wouldn't have the game today. It's true. These guys changed the game. You know, some yeah. of the they players the he's standards. talking about? Set the standard. They set the bar. Yeah. The game wouldn't be a billion-dollar business if it wasn't for these guys. Just straight up on the truth there. Now, you meet somebody, and now you see this guy play, and you get, because you know people, and you get him a tryout. He may have a bad day on a tryout. That may not be him. Right. So how do we, I know in baseball, because I got to sign three players to the Atlanta Brave organization, and they shipped them out to the Dominican Republic because there's a whole thing that happens overseas, mm -hmm. and then they bring them back. So what happens if you give somebody a try, they have a bad day, and you say, that ain't, that ain't the him that I want you to see, can you, do you still have that kind of influence to make people come and take a look at different leagues, different teams? Because everybody just read. The draft is not the only option now. It's they're not. looking everywhere now. Here's what happens now, Freddie. I mean, there, there are so many different leagues. I mean, now with the XFL, the NFL has partnered with that. I see. And so what they try to do is they've extended the NFL roster to include now 15 Practice squad guys. These are guys that we, you don't even know that's on the roster. You don't see them on Sundays, but they get that chance to hone their skills while they're in an NFL, well, on an NFL team, and people don't even know anything about them. I mean, when, when you take a guy who can be on an, a practice squad roster for four years before he even dons his name on an active roster, that, that's taking guys off of the street, that's giving them 
a chance. A chance to play the game. I love and these, these guys now on a uh, practice squad roster are making what I made as a third round, third, third pick in the draft. Can you and imagine? So, I mean, it, it's, it's, the, the game has changed so much financially. And I always tell these kids, just remember who built the game. That's right. Without a you, there would be no them. No. The money has changed, right? The whole outlook, the concussion protocols totally changed. You got practice players making the money that a number one pick made in the day. I mean, that is just ridiculous. Now, and and your show is going to be touching on some of this stuff. And when are we kicking the show off, by the way? Well, we've got to talk to its producers. They're all in the studio. We're going to find (laughs) out. But I'm going to tell you, sooner better than later, because people are home now, and they want to have, and they want to learn the true deal, because he's not going to hold back, which well, is no. what I love. Here's the interesting thing is out of the situation, out of adversity, sometimes is spectacular opportunity. And we've been talking about the show since before January, since before your event of kicking it off for football season, next football season. But here we are. People are home. People, they're running reruns. They're looking for content. Everyone now is looking for positivity, hope, something to look forward to. We don't even know what's happening with the draft at the end of April, right? Yeah, that, that's the thing. Who's going to be the number one pick? When uh, Joe Burrows. From LSU? Yeah. yeah it, it, it's what's going to happen. They, they've already clearing room with Andy Dalton. They're mm-hmm. tired of him now. Yeah. He, well, the game is changing. You see all the guys getting flipped and stuff. And I, I read that there are teams that are going to be signing XFL football players. Oh, yeah. And they came out in the news already said it. Yes. And they're going to sign them, the free agent frenzy. Because we've got to look for something else. Because as horrible as this virus is right now, that's taking over the world's mind. I can't say it's taking over the world. It's taking over everyone's mindset, businesses, everything. You need something else that you know you can turn on. If it's not going to be the TV, then let's use our streaming platform. Let's use what's out there and find something positive to look at. Because otherwise, we're all going to go mad. Even- you think they're going to have NFL games with no people in the stands? No. That, that, that's the only industry. Too short of a season. Yeah. <clears throat> Too short of a season. I think, I think the only thing that NFL, they, they'd rather cancel the whole season because that fan base is what made the NFL that billion-dollar industry. Can you imagine canceling an entire, what that does? I mean, hopefully, God willing, all of this is long past by the time this comes. It's too short of a season. 17, now 17. Now 17. Right? It's too short of a season to do that. They'll, they'll cancel the whole thing and start all yeah. over again. And they won't miss a beat. Because the NFL has learned that bigger is better. They just got to keep it under certain controls. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the, vi- the violentness of the game and the protocols and these things, I mean, they're trying to do the best they can. But they're going to still in the days tell this gentleman, how many fingers do I have? And he said, 10. That's close enough. You got to get back in there. Because guys like you and Sanders and all of the greats, people came out to see them. The, the, I mean, he's limping on the field, right? But look at the injuries. And, you know, besides concussion, you're looking at neck, you're looking at hips, you're looking at backs. No wonder they don't want to get hurt on the field, right? This is their body. Plus, they're making the money now. You all were so in. Look at Muhammad Ali. Look what happened, right? The greatest. Mm -hmm. But he decided to take a different tactic in boxing. But what was the the end of that for him? Well, look, I'm going to tell you the only reason I went over to football, I used to be a boxer. Because my dad was a professional boxer. And so, of course, we all... Wanted to box. Yeah. My mom said, no, we're not doing that. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. And so, you know, I, I tell parents all the time, stop 
telling your kid they can't play the game of football. The game is so much safer now. Your kid has uh, probably a better chance of getting a concussion riding his bicycle or on a skateboard than he will playing in the, in the National Football League or playing on anybody's football field because we're, we're trying to take the head out of the game. And so when you say that, there are more rugby players getting concussions oh, yeah. than football players. Rugby is a tough I mean, we, we talk about the concussion protocol, but if you notice that white tent on the sideline, <laughs> there's always uh, personnel from the team that follows the doctor in there because there's no way a uh, star player is going to be in concussion protocol when it's fourth and 11, and I really need you on the field. No, there's no concussion Wasn't protocol. there an incident in Tampa with the quarterback, and they, they – ruptured his spleen, but the game was on the line. He went in the tent, came out, did the play, scored a touchdown. Then they rushed him to emergency. Wow. He had a rush of spleen. He was bleeding inside of death. And they still put him in the game to win the game. I can't remember who that – I have to look it up, but I read about this in Tampa. It happened. Wow. And they changed the whole game after that. Now a doctor and another doctor and another doctor, and then the NFL tells you what to do. Freddie, there, there, there's so many stories like that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure when you looked that up – the game is not going to change from that aspect. Right. We'll, we'll tell the fans, yeah, you know, concussion protocol. But when I really need Tom Brady to be on the field, oh, Tom's going to be on the field. I know. You Broken know? leg and all, right? And Put all a little tape on it and set him up. <laughs> you had to get a commercial break? No. Oh, my gosh. And a little bird told me that we have, might have the opportunity to have some of these moms from these NFL players join us one day on, oh, this on the show. Oh, this is going to be fun. You know, talk about a woman's perspective in sports oh, yeah. and a mom's perspective. Because you, what do you always say? Mom, what mom says kind of goes. That's right. Right, Dad, Dad, runs Dad can run house, around, but mom runs the house. Mom, mom, runs the house. mom runs the house. So that would be a really whole interesting segment to do as well. It is. I think that would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. So let's go to commercial break. 888-565-1470. Say hi to Benny. Say hi to Freddie. Happy birthday to you again. Thank Stay you. tuned, and we will be right back. Are you here to be good? Or are you here to be great, outstanding? Hi, my name is Anne Shoshana Dechter, and I am an author, motivational speaker, and leadership educator. I share with individuals and businesses the proven tools necessary so that you can make friends with challenges and use them as opportunities to grow from good to better. So you can have it all unified, supportive, and creative corporate communities, financial abundance, and a clear mission-driven purpose. Contact me at goodtobetter2020 at gmail.com. Grow from good to better in 2020. Work with me individually or ask me to speak at your next event. goodtobetter2020 at gmail.com. Healing Moments Wellness Boutique specializes in integrating scientific and ancient therapies to relieve physical, emotional, and psychological distress. Through the power of touch, coaching, and meditation, clients experience pain relief, relaxation, healing, and detoxification. Contact Healing Moments Wellness Boutique at 561-931-2187 and experience Boca Raton's Healing Haven. Enjoy the benefits of an individualized treatment plan to help find your feelings of peace, complete balance, and wellness. 
Call Healing Moments today, 561-931-2187, and be rejuvenated. Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet TV radio production company, discover Amp2TV, a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development, and they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms. Hey guys, I got Tim Sims on the line. Can handle all of your television needs, including he wants to speak. Perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages, or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why Amp2 TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A-M-P, the number 2.tv. Does your business Moby Pop? A new way to grow your business. Using a simple keyword, drive customers right to you with just a click. Customers will receive your personalized digital business card within seconds with all your contact information in one place, including a gallery of photos, videos, and clear call to action that drives sales. Promote your products and services or... Tim Sims is on the line. With custom event pages and RSVP form, boosting qualified leads. Special offers and promotions are directly sent to your potential customers' phones with text campaigns, increasing foot traffic, and creating a loyal following. Let MobyPop drive your marketing campaign. Focus on your business. Let MobyPop focus on growing it. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. And we are back at the Brooklyn Cafe Show on a spectacular Thursday. Benny, we, a call. we have a call. We have a friend of yours on the line. Great. Put him on. Tim, are you on the line? Yes. Tim Sims. Hey, Benny, how you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful, Tim. How's it going now? Uh, things are great, man. I just had to give you a call, man, because I think that of all the guys that we play with, man, you're one of the most high-character guys that I know, man. And I always wanted to share that with you because, you know, you're more of a hero to me more than you think, man. And I just wanted to share, share that with you, man, over there. Well, thank you, Tim. I was just telling these guys during the break when they say you're on uh, on the phone. I told them, I said, look, if it weren't for guys like Tim Sims, we came in the University of Miami together. This is how big and bad our program was. This guy came from Belgrade, and I'm telling you, he was probably one of the biggest, fastest guys I had seen coming from Broward County. And I said, man, if this guy ever gets on the field, 
they ain't been blazed, won't never play. And I don't know what happened, but Tim, you know, for whatever reason, fell in Jimmy's, you know what I mean? Doghouse. Dog really? And man, when I tell you, this guy, you know, in my opinion, should have been playing in, in the NFL because there's no way you take a talent like him and you set it on the bench. Really? I mean, he, he, was, he was just that talented. I mean, we, we talk about the Michael Irvins. I tell people all the time, he used to lock him down to where he couldn't even catch the ball in practice. That's how talented this guy was. Wow. You know what I mean? And every practice, Tim will tell you now, you know what I mean? He, he, he ain't shy at all. He'll tell you. Anytime Michael get up, he said, no, I got him. He, he went for the big guy. Yeah, because he knew. And he shut Michael down? Shut him down every time. You know who Michael is, right? Yeah. You know? And that's why I say, you know, we, we, we had some very, very, very great defensive backs. You know what I mean? Tim was part of my whole Benny and the Jets crew. And so I tell people all the time, I appreciate guys like him. And I, I, didn't, I didn't realize, you know what I mean, how he felt about me. And that's why I really appreciate, you know, him calling in. Very cool. Wow. Tim, what are you doing? Well, Where are you living? I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Well, what it is, better you got to look at is over time now. We all are older now. And that's one of the things I wanted to stress when you talk about character. And that's one of the things I was liking, and that's what you was full of. And that was really the difference between us. You know, you had great discipline. And you, Like I said, you was a very high-character guy. When we was young, we were just more competitive. And, I, you know, it was more we was competing against one another, but we didn't really know anybody, you know. And um, and it's, I think it's an understatement for you to say that you were in the play because you was a great talent. So that's not the case. That was room for both of us. I think if we both would have played together, it would have been um, um, it would have been a great thing maybe for me. But, you, you know, you still earned the Jim Thorpe Award and, and you, you know, I give kudos to you for that, man. And I know there was a lot of tension back in the day, man. I was younger, and we all wanted to play. And and I, and Jimmy was in our heads, you know. You know that for for the most part. And but you know, I think that you um you did what you had to do, man. You make the most of your opportunity, and if anybody deserves it, you do, man. I'm glad to see that you. You know, you're on the air that because you are a great personality. You are somebody who can really give back. You are somebody who really cares about not just kids, but people in general. And I can speak to that. And that's why I say you're one of my heroes. Because even today, you're somebody that anybody can look to and learn from, man. Because even though you had achieved great, a great um, um, accolades in college, you know, you still never got the big head. You never allowed that to change who you are. And I, and I heard in the show earlier saying that, you know, people that know you know that you're a teddy bear. And I think that statement is true, man. You know, you are is a true giver. And, and, doing, and, and being that way, man, you deserve everything that God can possibly give you. Very cool. Spoken like a true gentleman. Thank you so much, Thank Tim. Thank you very much. Thanks Thank for you, calling in. Okay. Cool. Okay, you guys have a good one, and thank you, and take thank care. Thank you so much. Yeah, okay, thank you, Tim. And it's funny because I'm, reading, I'm reading some of the, the, the deals that, uh, that Benny has on his resume here. You know, number one draft, he was uh, 
NFL Pro Player 1991. So you yes. got, you got by lot finally, right? <laughs> At uh, 14 receptions, 860 combined tackles, 772 solo tackles. Man, yeah, let me tell you. And I know that in, you look at kids nowadays, and they look at um, as to what's going on in football, you know, and they think that a great play, a one-handed catch is the greatest and all this and that. But you got to look at the game, how it has materialized, how it's changed, giving the opportunity for people to be able to do the things they do today. Hey, Faith Washington in the house. To be able to do the things they do today is because you opened the door to these things. You brought the level up. I mean, Tim was a great player, right? Yes, yes. Can you imagine Tim playing in today's game? No, like I said, guys like myself and Tim, we couldn't have played in today's game because we're not saying the kids nowadays aren't competitive, but we were driven by respect more than money, okay? So if, if you came out to practice, you better you got to respect me. I don't care how much money you make, you know what I mean? Every day at practice, if, if you ain't giving it up, no, bro, I'm, I'm going to eat you alive. But now we even get to celebrate a little bit more because Wines for Humanity is sponsoring our show next Saturday night, 5 o'clock drive time on WWNN. We're kicking off the two-minute warning, and here we have a signed bottle of the Black Shiraz. We actually have two bottles. Because. And we better keep them complete. Because Benny and the Jets <laughs> is the spokesperson. He is the ultimate Black Shiraz, and Freddie will not let us open his bottle. Absolutely but maybe not. next Saturday night we can break open not that. Bottle. That bottle goes we got two. in the Hall of Fame. You can put yours in the Hall of Fame and we'll drink mine. No, there's two. <laughs> two bottles. But if anyone is interested in a bottle of Black work. Shiraz, they are actually, they will deliver it to your home. Yes. So maybe we can actually do a call-in next Saturday and maybe we do the honor of signing another bottle and we I can sure actually will. hand deliver that. Now, Teddy, do you have the, um, the, pla the, the picture the of... The two-minute warning two -minute logo, logo, and there okay. you have it. Now, there's the logo, ladies and gentlemen. And you know, we do a midday show because we're ending our drive time tomorrow morning. During the midday show, you're going to see this logo pop up on the screen. And if you see this and you call in, you're going to get a gift from us. You're going to win something. Fantastic. A bag, I think a bag of coffee or something. But that's the logo right there. You can't miss it. And we're going to be pumping it out in different directions all over the place. And if you're interested in a bottle of the Black Shiraz signed by Benny, let us know. And we will see how we can get that out to you. Delivered to your home. We understand everyone is being safe in quarantine. But no better way, if you're feeling well, to open up a bottle of red wine. Because well, from what I that. understand... Red wine has some um, antiviral properties in it. If so you drink enough of anything, today, it has right? anti-everything. <laughs> and she's saying it has yes. everything. And we also have some new friends. I just got called from also in the rum business and everything else. So we're going to be bringing, we're going to continue to be streaming. Gubba and rum. We do. Yeah. Gubba bubba rum. Imagine. Gubba bubba. But Gubba I don't want to say that because <laughs> Benny's on the bubba. Too many babas. <laughs> I'm going to be babaing out all over the place today. So we're going to be bringing some new stuff some new formats, some new sponsors, some new players, some new games. I am looking so forward, so forward. I've always wanted to do a sports show creatively. I mean, I've taught, I work with some of the greats in the, in the game as well, but this is different because you have a different mindset, and I got to talk to you a little bit, and I'm excited with the fact that you are pointing this thing. It's never about the you. Oh, oops, did I say that? Uh -huh. it's, it's always about you. Always about it's never the about you. you. But it's but never it's about, about you. you. No. It's about the you. That's yes. right. It's about that whole thing. And I think giving Tim, back. Tim said it better than anything else. You could do anything you want with your life right now. And you're working at giving back. And working with the kids. And I see how you love your brother and you love your family. Yes. You know, yes. I, I think that that's admirable. I think that is the best. 
and that will always shine seven times forward, I think faith tells me. When you do something great, it comes back to you seven times, and, uh, and God bless. And I just wish you the best of luck, and I want to thank you for coming on the show, celebrating my birthday. Al's birthday, yes. Al's birthday. Yes. Um, I think it's a, it's a gift, you know, and I want to thank you. Here I am, 58 years old. If you were to tell me that this gentleman was going to be sitting next to me, I would say, absolutely, you're crazy. And Pretty remarkable, right? Pretty remarkable. What a gift. Thank you so much well, for joining thank us. Very thank much. you, Wines for Humanity, and Bernard, and Dana, and Flora for putting that piece together. And wow. I'm going to open another bottle on next Saturday night. So right. for more information, you can contact us at the cafe. You can leave a message at the radio station. 5 o'clock drive time next Saturday, March 28th. All's well. We'll be kicking off that show we'll right be, here on WWN. It's going to be fun. And unfortunately, when we do this show and this virus thing goes away, then we're going to open it up. We're going to have a Once live studio audience. Once we're all clear, we'll have a live studio audience going we're forward. We're going to move yes. it forward to some bigger places as well. You know, yes. the loft is in the house. We're going to be talking to them a little bit. We're going to be doing our good friends. Uh, Crazy Uncle Mike is in. I spoke to him yesterday. He wants to do something as well. We have another studio in North Miami Beach that we're going to unveil when we come back from this. One weekend. minute. And what a place Don Paulo Studios is. It is fantastic. So a lot coming up. You know what? Just be safe. Get your food. Do what you need to do. Hand wash. Clean. The chemicals are a whole nother level, but open your door. It's beautiful here in South Florida. Be safe and be kind to each other. We'll see you 12 o'clock midday. We're having a virtual birthday party for Freddie. So if you want to call in, write in, let us know. We're going to say happy birthday to you virtually. The new norm is what it is. The new norm. Wash your hands and don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. <laughs>